You're listening to the Sean Lowell Podcast. back to the Sean Noble podcast. Thank you for listening again. So I'm going to answer another question today um, and it's quite marine uh, PRMC specific. However, I think it will help anybody out there who likes their fitness, especially uh, aerobic fitness running. So the question is, I've got a question about the bleep test. Will running at a level 12 pace for three miles help me to get a decent level on the bleep test? I plan to add 0.1 miles to this every week or so. I've heard that interval training helps, but is this a decent training method for the bleep test as the test doesn't reach 8.7 miles per hour level 12 speed until 1.5 miles in? So my thinking was that if I could run for three miles at this pace, then would secure me a decent score. Obviously, somebody like me who's a bit of a scientist and likes to break it down and, and work it out and look at numbers and figures. Um, the bottom line is any training is better than nothing. The more specific you can be with training, the better. So what's the best way to, good at pre- what's the best way to get better at press-ups? To do press-ups. What's the best way to get good at running? It's not to swim. It's not to cycle. It's to run. What's the best way to get good at the bleep test is to do things as specific to the bleep test as you can so if you were to do the bleep test once a week that wouldn't hold you in bad stead in the sense that you're getting used to it now the the place where people fall down with things like the bleep test is they don't do it at all they just do running Um, now if you're a good runner and i'm talking you know i used to be um, a decent level cross-country runner and a 400 meter runner your overall fitness tends to carry you through on the bleep test and you'll probably get a good score however somebody who actually on paper isn't such a good runner as you but who has drilled the bleep test may well do better than you and the reason for that is they're used to the stop start nature at the beginning they get used to how to run to the line just as it beeps and turn on the left foot and then the next one turn on the right foot and then turn on the left foot so they get good at the technique and anything you can get good at the technique it becomes a skill and once you've got a skill it holds you in really good stead with anything you do and this is true for anything whether it's martial arts whether it's football rugby whether it's weapon training as soon as you master a technique you're skillful so Yes, doing what this person has described, which is work out what level 12 is and use that and get good at running at that speed, will help them. The way I used to do it, and this goes back a long time, um, I would start at a speed that I found relatively easy, let's say 13 kilometers an hour. And every minute, I would raise it by 0.1. So um, 0.1, uh, 1 minute, 13.1. 2 minutes, 13.2. I'd go all the way up until about 14.2. Sometimes as I got fitter, I'd shift this. So I'd start at 13.4 and got to 14.5, for example. And then I'd take it back down again. And then I'd take it back up again. And then I'd take it back down again. And I'd see how many... At first, I'd just do up and down and do that for a week or so. And then maybe the next week, I'd do up, down, back up again do that for a couple of weeks and the next week up down up down until you know I was doing it for 45 minutes and then eventually I could start at 14.5 take it up to 16 take it back down to 14.5 so there are as they say there are many ways to skin a cat there are many ways to do this um the bottom line is just doing your running training just making sure you're running will help you get better at the bleep test so even if as describes in my uh, PRMC training program in the past the PRMC guide is you follow an eight-week running program that sees you going from 
doing one mile runs in week one, one and a half mile runs in week two, two mile runs in week three, two and a half mile runs in week four, or whatever it may be, and ensuring that you can do comfortable seven minute miles for up to six miles, seven miles. And you're already training for the mile and a half. I appreciate it's three miles, mile and a half out as a squad, and then mile and a half best effort. If you can do that in under nine minutes, you're going to be okay with the bleep test bar injuries or bar having absolutely no technique. So um, I, I think I've pretty much answered that it, it, it already. And, you know, I will talk about something else now because I don't want this to be a very, very short podcast for people listening. But the bottom line is, yes, you can be scientific. You can work it out. I need to run at this speed for this long. And if I can get there, this will happen. That will happen. The thing is with the bleak test, you do other things before you get to that speed. So yes, level 12 is a good one to get to. And if you can run at that speed for 25, 30 minutes, that'll be a good thing to do. But the stop start nature, the turning, it does something different to the legs. So again, if you can be more specific, be more specific. By all means, three out of four days a week that you're going to do run training, do the runs either on the treadmill. I did a lot of my my run training uh, on a treadmill when I was training for the Marines because I lived in London and I'd rather be on a treadmill not breathing in car fumes than I would running around uh, the streets of London, especially in the winter at night, it just it just was more sensible to me. Also, I would often do my training between lectures so I could jump in, do a good training session on the treadmill, have a quick shower and then jump back in. So by all means, do three or four of your runs either out in the park, on the streets or on the treadmill. But then one a week or one every two weeks, measure out the 20 metres, uh, get yourself on a piece of concrete, you know, there's so many basketball courts around, even a, a path that's not used very much, you can mark it out with a bit of chalk and actually Put the, the if you don't know I've got all the bleak tests the press ups the pull ups the sit ups and the the running on my YouTube channel Sean Lowell YouTube channel stick some headphones on and actually do the bleak test give yourself some confidence you will be more confident at all these tests if you've done them we all feel scared of the unknown it's it's expected as you drive into sorry drive into as you come into CTC on the train and get off for the first time for your PMC you will be nervous. If you're not, there's probably something wrong with you. You should be. It's fear of the unknown. But when you walk into that gym, if you've done the bleak test five times in the last 10 weeks, you're going to feel more confident than those people that have never actually done one. So yes, you can get fitter doing other things, but be specific. That will help you. Now, moving on to other things, let's talk about the PMC in a little bit more detail in terms of the other tests. The same is true of the pull-ups, press-ups and sit-ups. I was talking to a young man who was training in my local gym and somebody told him I used to be in the Marines and I was a PTI. So they they told him to come and speak to me and he was doing press-ups and he was doing pull-ups, but he wasn't doing great technique and he was doing them way too quickly Um, and not half-heartedly, but wasn't doing them as well as he could. I told him to listen to the bleep tests and to put the headphones on and do them specifically. And for probably three or four weeks, he didn't do that. Eventually, I had another chat with him and said, you know, bottom line, I'm quite blunt. I'm not going to give you any more help if you're not going to listen to the help I'm giving you, because what's the point? You're not serious. He got serious and started training properly. And he said it helped hugely. He put the headphones on and I saw him doing his pull-ups required technique that he watched on videos to the bleeps and again it's specificity you may be able to do 18 19 20 pull-ups doing them very quickly with bent arms at the bottom using momentum and kicking with your legs but you go to ctc and do that they will stop you you'll end up coming off the bar with two or three and you may well fail if you train doing them properly every single time the body reverts to its worst case whenever it's under pressure. You will revert to your worst case as soon as you get in that gym because you'll be tired. The warm-up, if you haven't heard about Royal Marine warm-ups, I suggest you do a little bit of reading. Um, they are quite 
extensive to put it mildly the idea is it makes you very warm but also relatively tired they want to see you under pressure they want to see if you can work when you're already fatigued because at the end of the day as a Royal Marines commando a lot of the time you will be asked to work very hard physically when you're tired to achieve something that isn't about fitness your fitness is something you need to help you achieve something in your job and in your role it's a fit for purpose is what we call it so you will be already tired and sweating and exhausted so if you get up on that bar and revert to your worst and your worst is perfect technique because that's what you've done you will get good marks and you will do well. If you're used to doing poor reps and you just think you'll try better on the day, you'll revert to poor reps. They'll stop you. They won't count them. To put it into perspective, as you're doing your pull-ups, there will be a PTR watching you and he will count. And if he doesn't see a good one, if you don't extend your arms fully on the press-ups, if your chest doesn't touch the person's fist underneath you on the way down, he won't count it. On the bar, if your chin does not go over the bar and your chest doesn't touch the bar, he won't count it. If your arms don't go straight at the bottom, he won't count it. If you're kicking your legs, he won't count it. So train specifically with those bleep tests. And once you're used to the routine, you know that you can do your general training without. So if you're following my gainers technique for either your pull-ups or your press-ups, just make sure that your technique is as expected. All the way down, chest to the floor, all the way up, straight arms. If you haven't read my PRMC book, then what I used to do is get a book or two or three DVDs, put them under my chest at about my fist height, and I would touch my chest onto that on each rep and make sure my arms are straight at the top. If you do that, and make sure you do that on every rep, that's your worst. That's what you will revert to, and you'll do good reps on the day. Same with the sit-ups. More difficult because I know somebody has to hold your feet. I used to stick my feet under my sofa in my mum's sitting room um, and I would do my sit-ups like that. It's like somebody's holding my, my feet. Again, I'd make sure my elbows touch the top of my knees. I'd make sure my fingers were on my temples and I'd make sure both elbows go back to the floor on every single rep. If you do it properly while you train, you'll do it properly under the test. So yeah, in answer to this person's question, yes, you can come up with different ways of doing things, but I would still say practice the actual test because that will help you more than trying all these different fandangle things. You will feel more confident if you do the specific test you're training for. I hope that helps the person uh, who answered the question, asked the question and anybody else who's going for their PMC or is just going to be testing themselves with bleep tests for the police, for other military or for football clubs, whatever it may be. As always, if you have a question, um, please ask me on open forum if you can on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook at Sean Lowell. Um, I'm always happy to answer questions. My DMs fill up very quickly and I don't get around to them all. I just can't answer all those questions. I generally see it on the open forums. And then listen to these podcasts as if you do ask me a question and it's longer than whatever Twitter is these days, 140, 200 characters, whatever it is, then I will uh, do a little podcast like this and hopefully give you some information that can help you. Thanks again for listening.